Hi, my name is Charlie Gross. I'm the Associate Executive Presbyter and Acting Executive for the Presbytery of Donegal. Welcome to my Creativity Podcast Series. This is number 37 in the series. Today's podcast will be another cast based on John Cotter's 2008 book called A Sense of Urgency. If you're following my series, you will have heard cast number 27 talk briefly about the four tactics for change in this book. This cast will expand on parts of the earlier one and will form the basis for a presentation to the Presbytery of Donegal on Saturday, March 21, 2009. Dr. John P. Cotter is the Kanasuki Matsushita Professor of Leadership Emeritus at Harvard Business School. He is widely regarded as the world's foremost authority on leadership and change. He is a well-known author and is especially known for bestsellers such as Leading Change and Our Iceberg is Melting. This book is a powerful, hard-hitting, quick read on essentials of leading effective change. Why is it important to discuss leading change and having a sense of urgency? Because we are in an era of massive change. There are many forces swirling around us, causing change and disrupting business as usual. We need to find ways of engaging change, adapting to changing circumstances, and leading organizations in change. If you haven't read any of Cotter's books, now's the time. You will find them helpful. Dr. Cotter wrote this book in response to his work and research with organizations trying to change. He saw that the number one problem was creating a sense of urgency in a sufficient number of people to start the ball rolling. Some organizations can develop hype and get people working harder or going through the motions, but it's tougher to get people truly on fire to work with zeal on the critically important areas of business. One close-at-home example in the Presbytery of Donegal is that from 2004 to 2008, a period of five years, our overall worship attendance has declined by 9%. In that same period, with an average mission budget of about $350,000, we would spend maybe $1,500 a year on outreach or evangelism at the Presbytery level. Also, we would have great difficulty in getting anyone to serve in the area of evangelism. So the first important point to emphasize is that leaders need to first make sure that a sufficient number of people feel a true sense of urgency. That there are a sufficient number of people who will work on the organization's critical opportunities and will develop strategies to avoid the hazards and pitfalls. If my memory serves me, Dr. Cotter defines a sufficient number in an earlier book by about 10 to 15 percent of the organization. The second necessary element is a guiding team that can quickly identify critical issues and then form strong, committed teams around getting things done. These created teams must have a sense of urgency and be composed of the right people, the self-starters. 
In the military and quality circles, these have sometimes been called Tiger Teams, a name that has an image of strength and speed. The third point to emphasize is engaging powerful visions and strategies. By using best-in-the-world strategies and best practices to deal with our critical issues places us in the upper tier of performers. The fourth point to stress is the communication piece. Effective, high-urgency teams use multiple media and methods to communicate the visions and strategies to the organization with the goal of creating more buy-in and more urgency. One excellent technique that I've learned on the Chestnut Level Presbyterian Church Pastor Nominating Committee is to ask at the end of every meeting what in this meeting should be communicated? Who will communicate it? What form or medium should be used? When will it be done? These questions are powerful in focusing teams on the importance of communication and using a variety of media to get the information across. The fifth point is to work on empowerment. Empowerment, in this case, is speaking about having the ability to remove obstacles dealing with the nitty-gritty issues that derail efforts. When you've created a high-urgency team that is powered to achieve a vision, they blaze new trails and hack away the brush that hinders progress. Sixth, high-urgency teams create short-term wins to create greater commitment and forward momentum. We all love winning teams, victories, and celebrations. By creating bite-sized opportunities to celebrate progress, we visibly gain energy, commitment, and thrust. I've heard of bosses treating staff to donuts and bagels after a special effort to complete a short-term project. Visible, tangible appreciation shows that you notice and that you care. The seventh element is never letting up. Never letting up. This one flows naturally out of short-term wins in that it calls for a resetting the bar of progress and excellence. After moving forward and achieving many goals, it's time to standardize and institutionalize these and go from there. When new standards are created, they must be documented, communicated, and held as the baseline process. In this way, the team can continue to climb the mountain toward the vision or goal, never letting up. The final element flows naturally from the last one as the true institutionalizing piece. The seventh element is about never letting up. Our final element, number eight, is about getting the new processes embedded in the fabric of the institution. So there you have a short, quick synopsis of your work as a leader of change. Create a sense of urgency, gather a core of committed people, tackle critical issues, 
Hold the vision in front of people through over-communicating. Empower your teams. Celebrate wins. Never give up. And make it stick. Hey, have a creative week and a sense of urgency. For a link to these podcasts and more, go to charliegross.com. Blessings, my friends. Goodbye.